Lord Lucan Vanishes by Torin Lucas. Chapter 4 Taxi at Gunpoint. The click of the car door seemed final to Barry as he found himself sitting in the back seat of the same hackney taxi that had collected him from the casino. Elizabeth sat beside him. She appeared tense, but otherwise steady and collected. Are you all right? Elizabeth didn't respond, but turned to face the barrel of a gun. Despite himself, his mind cast a movie of perverse scenes, flickering images of himself lying mute and fish-like with a hole between the eyes. But he managed to package the thoughts back into the darkness and simply stared towards the driver's face, peering over the snub-nosed revolver. And then came the sensation of a presence. They both felt it. It grew into awareness like a blotter soaking into a darkened liquid, slowly expanding into fabric. The veiled figure in a black shroud remained perfectly still, an inscrutable presence. Its head either positioned forward or turned towards him, it was impossible to tell. Outside, the guard kept a watch on the road. The toothless grin, washed from his face, stood like a block of something immovable. His hands pushed deep into a black trench coat. If it were raining, he was unmoved. I know how to use this if I need to, stammered the taxi driver. He shook slightly as he spoke, as if every word needed to be emphatic and understood. He wavered the gun as if trying to decide whether it was Barry or Elizabeth he should be threatened by. He skirted his gaze first to Barry, then to Elizabeth, and then to the darkened figure. And then calmly, in an almost motherly way, Elizabeth reached over to retrieve the gun. We don't need this, she said. Let's all be civilized. Elizabeth handed the gun to Barry, who quickly pressed it against the back of the driver's seat. The driver looked pained his hand still tensed, as if miming the gesture of holding the pistol. No, do not take me the wrong way, smiled the driver disingenuously, glancing back to the darkened figure. This is only a trifle of misunderstanding. Elizabeth, sensing an opportunity, now spoke with a slow enunciation, as if everything depended on the question. What do you want? The driver blinked. You've been following us and threatening us. Start talking. Barry stole a quick glance over to the guard standing on the pavement outside the taxi, looking stern but oblivious to the turn of events inside the taxi. Our business is the, is the map, sighed the taxi driver. The solution to the Panchantantra, he continued patiently, as if stating something obvious. Mr. Barry, you brought the map here to England. Have you forgotten, Inda? It hasn't forgotten you. You know quite rightly that the map holds many secrets and powers. Have you forgotten? I don't know what you're talking about, snapped Barry. This response unsettled Elizabeth somehow. It seemed too sharp, too hollow to be anything other than denial. And then she felt the haunting trace of a memory. There was something familiar about the driver. She looked back to Barry, whose face then seemed filled with an abject horror as both he and the driver stared at the darkened figure seated in the passenger seat, still and yet present. Not only does the map lead us to the Panchantantra, 
but in the very fibres of the parchment it holds a wondrous elixir of magic. You know all of this, of course, Mr. Barry. How does he know your name? whispered Elizabeth. Yeah, well, we don't have it anymore, blurted Barry. So if you want to be giving me my money, we'll be, we'll be buggering off. Elizabeth held Barry's shoulder. She sensed he needed reassurance. His fear was something she knew would alter his judgment and trigger him. Oh, it does sound like a lovely, mysterious map, said Elizabeth, trying to calm nerve. But she, too, found her gaze diverted to the dark figure. Yes, continued the driver, resuming his strained nonchalance. The map unfolds the chakra to the universe. It is sleeping Vishnu's very dream. Everything you see is Vishnu's dream. You and I are but a figment of that dream. We all have the chakra located here at the navel. The, the taxi driver paused to prod his lower torso as if to indicate the location of his navel. This is the chakra, the lotus flower to Vishnu. Mr. Barry can tell you all of this. The driver smiled and closed his eyes. The orbits rolled up as the lids closed. Legend has it that the map of Mr. Barry's leads to the location of the Panchantantra, and of course, the means to get there. It holds the destination and the carriage. It is the solution to all of the equations, to being, non-being, and reveals the connecting threads that binds us all. The connecting thread. Elizabeth looked impatient. The connecting thread, she said. Yes! We are all connected, cried the driver, as if suddenly offended by the question. It is this that binds and unfolds the galaxy, and all its living things, the driver's voice was rising now into a growing pitch. It is the thread that binds the dreaming Vishnu to our reality. Mr. Barry, you know this. You were aware of this when you lost your map. I'm aware of nothing, shouted Barry. It was greed that commanded you. The figure in the front began to slowly turn, rotating its ill-defined shape. I didn't mean to lose the map, said Barry. It, it was a mistake in the plan. Elizabeth knew then that Barry was near his breaking point. His patience was thin at the best of times, especially if he felt he wasn't in control, especially if he'd been drinking. There would be little between him and irrationality. The gun began to wave in his hand as it tensed around the metal as the shrouded, almost discernible figure began to take form out of the shadows of the veil, saucer-eyed and menacing. <clears throat> Barry gave a sudden cry of pain and dropped the gun, which fell to the ground, its metal outline misshaped as if heated it in an oven. The form of the waiting guard had suddenly filled the window. A burst of shattering glass gave way to a black-gloved hand as Barry was thrown back. The guard's hand secured around his neck and tightened. Let him go, cried Elizabeth, and bit down into the gloved hand around Barry's neck. The hand retreated quickly out the window, and without a moment's hesitation, Elizabeth and Barry were dashing along the pavement. <laughs>